bobsled. What the bloody hell are you doing out there today? Kicking goals, eh? So have any of your girlfriends ever asked you to go faster? Yeah. Inch by inch, play by play, till we're finished. We're in hell right now. The Browns bull, the raging bull. What can you tell us about Tanya Harding? I don't know a Tony Harding. <laughs> if you really want to know what's going on is that I'm sick to death of football and I couldn't care less whether I never play another game in my life. It's a lot of macho competitive bull. You know how the game serves us. It has a definite social purpose. Okay, everyone in position, please. Hey, not so heavy on the makeup there, dirty. Oh, yeah. Sound technician ready, prop secure, camera rolling. Okay, quiet on set and action. Welcome to all the fantastic fans of the Gloves Are Off. Today's opening scene centres on the powerfully popular radio station at 91.3 Sport FM, where the stars of the show, Dirty Good Ito and Rye Driver, are about to present the box office smash hit Sporting Movies. Memorable movies with priceless plots that have inspired, sensationalised, criticised, rationalised and popularised sport throughout the world. Join the show now and you could win a Super Slater Gartor voucher as the laudable listener. Or to win the Pancho's Restaurant voucher, just answer this quirky quiz question. What 1970s movie uttered the line... Is it safe? Oh, I know this one. Isn't it about a young runner who becomes embroiled in a dangerous and violent situation? Mm. Ah, a great movie with Is It Safe? The most terrifying part. Oh, yeah. Call 94187700 and tell us the name of this thrilling 1970s movie. Whilst it displayed the marvellous acting skills of two of the greats, it probably put dentistry (laughs) back about 30 years. I think it did, yes. (laughs) We're talking sporting movies today on The Gloves Are Off, and I'm going to kick off proceedings with a 1980s classic. Raging Bull, directed by the one and only, the brilliant Martin Scorsese. Mm. It's about Jake LaMotta, starring Robert De Niro as an Italian-American middleweight boxer whose self-destructive, obsessive rage, sexual jealousy and animalistic behaviour appetite destroyed his relationship with his wife, his family and just about everyone. Mm. Each of the boxing scenes, however, Dirty Gordito, yeah. were choreographed with a special visual style in black and white. And did you know that Robert De Niro actually gained about 30 kilos to portray Jake LaMotta in his later post-boxing years? Another fact, mate, is that Scorsese made De Niro punch the camera for visual effects and realism. The Browns Bull, the Raging Bull, let's hear for the great Jake LaMotta, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, well, I stacked on an extra 10 kilos Robert De Niro style to yeah. aid my acting career, but all it <laughs> did was make me look fat. Oh, no, not really. Boxing seems to be an extremely popular pursuit ride driver for sporting mm. movies. True. As extraordinary as Raging Bull is, I think the greatest sporting movie of all time has to be... Rocky. Oh, you love Rocky, don't the you? The rags-to-riches story of the young Sylvester Stallone, who wrote and starred in the low-budget film Rocky, mirrors the plot of the movie itself. 
Rocky Balboa, a small-time club boxing nobody, takes the opportunity to fight the heavyweight champion of the world, Apollo Creed. Yes, Apollo Creed, obviously named after the Greek god of moon landing, wasn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, maybe. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> Rocky finds love, self-worth and admiration as an underdog, challenging the arrogant champion. Creed struggles to beat his underestimated opponent in supposedly an unlosable fight. The movie is a box office smash, spawning eight sequels and propelling Stone Stallone into superstardom. You know, I've been coming in for six years, and six years you've been sticking it to me. I want to know how come. You don't want to know. Yeah, I want to know how come. You want to know. I want to know. Okay, I'm going to tell you. Because you had the talent to become a good fighter. And instead of that, you became a leg breaker to some cheap second-rate loan shark. To living? It's a waste of life. There's the penguin as Rocky's coach, eh? <laughs> yeah, wandering around with his umbrella. No wonder this movie was so good. That's him. Much of the Rocky story was inspired by the story of Chuck Wepner, an underrated brawler who almost defeated Muhammad Ali in 1975. And the movie Chuck tells of this story. Yeah, great. So I think he wrote that script in about two nights, the draft, anyway. Oh, look, Dirty, yeah. the perfect movie plot requires mm. an underdog. Uh, who needs to be introduced pretty early in the scene, mate. Yeah, like Rocky Balboa. Yeah, and these two include a, an epic failure. Someone who's a down-and-out in character, a bit of a loser. Yeah, Rocky was a down-and-out thug going nowhere. Yeah, he's got to set some goals after he plays terribly, after he loses something, you know? Well, Rocky got the chance of a lifetime and trains like never before. Oh, bringing a surprise star with a little romance. Rocky nice. meets and dates his mate's sister. Oh, Adrian, yeah. Uh, make them better. Bond them, mate. Bring them together. Well, Adrian loves and supports Rocky. Yeah, a montage of improvement would be next. Uh, training with a purpose, you know? Oh, oh, who uh-huh. can forget? Punching the carcass in the meat freezer. Hey, oh, yeah. Rocky running through the streets of Philadelphia and running up the stairs up the stairs to the Museum of Art. Oh, iconic bit of filming, wasn't it? And you know what, Dirty Gordito? You need to finish with a big match or a game with a climax. Chuck in some bonding with a grand finale of a lesson learnt. Yeah, Rocky didn't even win. However, he learnt many lessons along the way. Teamwork, inner strength, self-respect, loyalty, the power and glory of love. He didn't win... But he became a star. Just got to say, I love that song. Oh, I do, the old Harpo. Oh, brilliant. You're listening to The Gloves Are Off with Dirty Gordito and Ride Driver on 91.3 Sport FM, and we're talking sporting movies. Hey, right. Yeah, have mate. you uh, been for a run along the beach lately? Yep, swan board, mate. No. <laughs> yeah. However, when I first watched Chariots of Fire, I was inspired to take up running. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a motivational and inspirational film, and it stayed with me for 40 years. And yeah. you know what I love most? That soundtrack. What a brilliant soundtrack. Oh, it hey. is, but. Yeah, you know, look, yeah, 40 years at Swanbourne Beach is starting to take its toll on well, you, right? That it is. <laughs> well, it's based on a true story, Chariots of Fire. The internationally acclaimed Oscar-winning drama about two very different people who compete as runners at the 1924 Paris Olympics. Eric Liddell is a very serious Christian Scotsman, believe that he has to succeed to prove his religious faith, whereas Harold Abrahams is a Jewish gentleman who wants desperately to be accepted by the establishment. As compelling as the race scenes are, and they were brilliant race scenes, oh, yeah. okay, it's really the death of the two main characters that touches the viewer. 
as they forcefully drive home the theme that victory can be attained through devotion, commitment, integrity and sacrifice. wonderful sporting ideals of chariots of fire to the amazing drama of i tonya the story of the successes struggles and tumultuous turmoil of figure skater tonya harding tonya's mistreatment at the hands of mother boyfriend and officials is matched only by the preposterous plotting of tonya's ex-husband and his deluded friend oh yes the genius mr eckhart eh (laughs) pretty sure he's been assisting the world health organization in solving the covid crisis <laughs> in his own brain, maybe. Yeah, he needs something. Uh, the ex-husband and the deluded friend—they they wanted to bring down her rival, Nancy Kerrigan, which shocked the sporting world. Yeah. Australian Margot Robbie is great Ooh. as the much-maligned Tonya Harding. I was the best figure skater in the world at one point in time. Call out a clean skate. Stop talking to her. That girl is your enemy. All right, time to talk baseball, Rye. Now, hang on, hang on a minute, mate. You've been banned from talking about that bumbling Bambino Babe Ruth, so don't even think about starting. Hey, settle your pedals, Rambo. That's right. I'm talking about the wonderful movie 42. Oh, okay. Jackie Robinson. What a champion. Oh, yeah. In 1947, Jackie Robinson became the first African-American to play Major League Baseball when he was signed by the Brooklyn Dodgers. Wearing the number 42, he faced despicable racism in the process, but his courage and skill shone through and paved the way for athletes of minority groups to be accepted and respected in mainstream sporting competitions. Well, that's another fine Harrison Ford movie, wasn't it? Didn't you have something to do with that? Absolutely correct. You were listening to The Gloves Are Off with Dirty Good Eater and Ride Driver on 91.3 Sport FM, and we're talking sporting movies. Oh, yeah, you know one of the best American films of 2008, Mm. I guess, uh, goes back to the old wrestling days, The Wrestler, a brilliant, heartfelt and unsentimental drama anchored by an incredible performance by Mickey Rourke, known as a washed-up, tired, old, hung-up wrestler. Well, Mickey Rourke was in a slightly different role in this one than from uh, the old nine and a half weeks. Oh, yeah, very different. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Rourke's Randy the Ram relies on past glories and massive doses of steroids to keep his bills paid and to keep his career going. But you know what? A heart attack changes that. And Randy has to try to channel his charm to mend a relationship with his estranged daughter and perhaps find romance with a woman working as a stripper. Well, I just hope you didn't break her heart, Mickey. You take me by the heart when you take me by the hand. Yeah, who sang that? Tony Basil. Tony Basil, yeah. Oh, here's a good one, Rye. Rush. Rush is a marvellous movie concentrating on the rivalry between Formula One champions Austrian Nicky Lauda and Englishman James Hunt. The contradictory personalities, values and lifestyles of the two combatants that turned intense rivalry into an enduring friendship, as well as the exciting performances including Nicky Lauda's tragic crash at Nürburgring in 1976, followed by his inspirational, amazing comeback. Make this a must-watch for sport fans. I've been waiting for this my whole life. I can beat this guy, trust 
He's consistent, dependable. Will he put his life on the line the day that really matters? responsible for what happened watching you win those races while i was fighting for my life you were equally responsible for getting me back in the car well i know that rocky was your favorite film yeah, mate yeah. but the film who's yours is my favorite oh, yeah, yeah, it's about right. a failed coach called norman dale played brilliantly by the one and only the brilliant mm-hmm. gene hackman oh lex luther yeah lexi he's in there he gets a chance of redemption when he is hired to coach the basketball team of a high school in a tiny town in indiana and of course, mm-hmm. to set the scene, Dale struggles to develop a winning team and faces community criticism for his temper and his unconventional choice of assistant coach, Shooter, played by Dennis Hopper, a notorious alcoholic. Oh, mate, Dennis Hopper is so brilliantly adept at, at playing a quirky character, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Hey, is this he a was. film about the coach who was fired for striking a player at his last gig? Yeah, true. Uh, the film transcends sport. It's a movie about redemption, the power and belief, the faith and the courage. It honours the human spirit and the fellowship of love of a coach and the love of his players with a common purpose. You cheer with them at every win. And the championship game at the end is just simply amazing. If you don't have a lump in your throat at the end of this, mate, you haven't got a heart. Well, the fact that they use genuine basketball players as actors instead of the futile practice of using actors who are uncoordinated tryhards at sport sells this movie as totally believable. Well done. Forget about the crowds. The size of the school, their fancy uniforms, and remember what got you here. Focus on the fundamentals that we've gone over time and time again. And most important, don't get caught up thinking about winning or losing this game. If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. Excellent. Now, one of the more ridiculous sporting movies, but one of our favourites here at The Gloves Are Off, (laughs) is Escape to Victory. Oh, what a joke. We love this one. Featuring Michael Caine, Sylvester Stallone, and brilliant soccer players, Pelé and Bobby Moore. The commandant of a German POW camp orchestrates a soccer match in Paris between Nazi players and their allied captives to push the Third Reich's agenda. Whilst the team trains for the match... A dangerous mass escape is planned from the camp. Look, all this movie's hacked, mate, was Colonel Clink and Sergeant Schultz assisting the Germans. <laughs> that would have topped it off nicely. <laughs> Stallone asked if he could score the winning goal in the final match, but it was explained what? to him that oh. he, as the goalie, that wasn't really true to life. <laughs> so the goalie scoring oh. a goal wasn't considered true to life, but the German guards playing a soccer game in Paris against the prisoners of war, yeah, that was thought to be a real-life likely occurrence. Mm. Mm. Ridiculous, really. Mm. What about those Kevin Costner movies? Oh, yeah, he was good in The, the Bodyguard and uh, the, uh, the Untouchables. They're not sporting movies. Mate. Oh, yeah. I mean the 1996 movie Tin Cup. You seen it? Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Washed up uh, golf pro working as a driving range, you know, at a driving range, trying to qualify for the US Open in order to win the heart of his successful rival's girlfriend. You yeah, know, that'd be right. <laughs> and of course there is uh, Field of Dreams. Ah, yeah. Build it and they will come. <laughs> yes. Shoeless Joe Jackson j- just appearing out of the cornfield. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, it could have been a wheat field. Uh, and Joe Jackson should have stuck to his singing about real men. Sorry, mate, that's a different Joe Jackson there, dude. Oh, that's right. Oh, I don't know what you're thinking. Oh, 
Mm. Uh, what would you do if I said, show me the money? I'd probably say, you had me at hello. <laughs> Very good. Mm. Jerry Maguire was the movie with Tom Cruise. In the days before he, he started jumping up and down on couches, you know. <laughs> Jerry Maguire was a sports agent chasing the signature of a big-time sports star. Well... Talking about sports stars, yeah. it's time to check out these sports stars, mate. Welcome to Stars in 45, the greatest sports quiz since Charlie Chaplin's whimsical boxing scene in City Lights. Today's prize is a beauty. A $50 voucher from Coley's Kitchenware. Yes, whether you're a culinary commander or a fanciful food fiddler, Coley's Kitchenware can enhance your edible experience. Roam the rapturous range of resources of cutlery, cookware, appliances and accessories, each given the Coley caress and character. For a kitchen of quality and sophisticated style, a purchase from Coley's will make you smile. No, oh, mate, I tell you, you just keep doing it, don't you? Another great prize there, Dirty. As a matter of fact, I dropped into Coley's Kitchen the other day and I bought a new fridge. Yeah. It produces icebox in the shape of cricket balls. Pretty amazing, you know. Except <laughs> they melt. Unbelievable. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, did Virat, did yep. he design that? Yeah, well, it's did. a wonderful prize on offer there for the first caller to correctly answer the following. Okay. Name the famous 1970s and 80s actor who attended Florida State University on a football scholarship and had it not been for injury and a car accident ruining his sporting career, would surely have played professional American football. An extremely popular actor. Yeah. Some say he was of Cherokee Indian blood. Oh, yeah, that's yep. right. Yeah, correct again, Roy. Right. You know your what? actors. Uh, and, yep, here we go. That, thanks, Mighty Minnow. We have Craven Carantino from Corrine, who correctly answered Burt Reynolds. Welcome to Stars in 45, Craven Carantino from Corrine. No, absolutely thrilled with unbelievable curiosity, full of tension, building to reach a climax. Developing a plot with unexpected twists. Look, does this show have a low-budget screening duty? Uh, uh, Justin says we need to screen some callers. Oh, very good. Is it about drama? Is it action-packed? Or maybe a thriller? thriller? Yeah, it's more of a comedy. Well, that's a bit of a joke then, isn't it? Ha-ha. The gloves tries to underline a mood that evokes a feeling of fascination. Oh, through manipulation, maybe? Yes, maybe. Are you ready to go there, Craven? Yes, ready and willing. Okay, quiet on the set and action. In 45 seconds, I'll name a range of sports stars who appeared in movies. You need to respond with the sporting movie that they starred in. Let's go. John Candy. Cool runnings. Quite entertaining, really. Tom Hanks. A league of their own. With um, the singer, uh, Madonna. Paul Newman. Oh, handsome young man. Cool hand, Luke. No, the hustler. John Goodman. The babe. That uncouth baseball scoundrel. Morgan Freeman. Maybe Shawshank. No. Invictus. Groucho Marx. Funny man, humorous, like the cigar. A day of the races. Russell Crowe. The phone chucker. Cinderella man. Denzel Washington. Philadelphia. No, no, sorry. Uh, my mistake. The equaliser. Raquel Welch. 
Ooh, scanty clad young lady. A hundred million years BC. Ralph Marchio Jr. Wax on, wax off. Karate kid. Warren Beatty. Shirley MacLaine's arrogant little brother. Shampoo, or was it Bonnie and Clyde? Charlie Sheen. Mr. Sheen, Martin's son. Platoon. Adam Sandler. To me, gloriously untalented. Happy Gilmore. Vin Diesel. Strongly built fellow. Fast and furious. Emilio Estevez. Charlie Sheen's brother. Uh, the, the mighty black ducks. Wesley Snipes. Mm, not a tricky one. Gone uh, with the wind, maybe? Oh, no. Casablanca. Bill Murray. Groundhog Day. No, sorry. Um, Caddyshack. Yes, I'll go Caddyshack. Tom, uh, sorry, there's the timer. No, you're 45 seconds is Tom up. Tom Jones? No. Tom Cruise? <laughs> Not really. Tom Krulishich? <laughs> no. Why? But look, it's a great performance there, Craven from Kareen. How do you think you went? I think I canned it. I think I put that one in the can, man. Yes. Well, you've scored 12 correct, so yes, you've won the prize. Oh, that's a wrap. Wrap it up there, Dirty. Wrap it up. It's cool. been wonderful to have you on the show, Craven from Corrine. Now, what's your favourite sporting movie? Well, I've got two. Firstly, a little unknown Australian film called Struck by Lightning with Gary McDonald about soccer, humorous and all-inspiring. Oh, that's old Norman Gunston. Correct, yes, Gary McDonald. Secondly, a little independent film from the USA called Breaking Away, a drama about cycling. Captivating, compelling. I love that little film. Beautiful little film. Breaking away. Well, Craven, you certainly know your movies. Congratulations and keep listening to The Gloves yeah. Are Off. I would never miss it. Yeah, look, it's been a long shot to get onto the station here. Uh, I've had deep focus and it's been my pleasure. A big thanks to Craven, especially mild listener from Kareen, who seemed to enjoy giving about three answers to every question. <laughs> what, what did you think of Craven from Kareen, Ryan? <laughs> Oh, look, I don't want to have a go at his name, but it was strange. The yeah. world is but a stage, as oh, some true. famous poet said. Yeah, well done. Uh, just quickly running through the correct answers. Oh, uh, John Candy, uh, mm -hmm. Cool Running. Yep. The incredible story of the Jamaican bobsled team going to the 1988 Winter Olympics. Yep. Also got Tom Hanks, A League of Their Own. Yeah. He said, no crying in baseball. Oh, come on, Tom. It's a very entertaining movie about the All-American Girls Baseball League of the 1940s. One of my favourites, Paul Newman, oh. the hustler. Could have been The Colour of Money or Slapshot. Yeah. Beautiful. What about Towering Inferno or Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid or The Sting? Mm, probably not. Nah, they weren't really sporting. But yeah. hey, one of the greats, Paul Newman, he's got his own pasta sauce. Yeah, sure. Yeah. John Goodman, of course, was the babe. Yeah, Babe Ruth's wild habits with women and alcohol almost overshadow the freakish talent he had with a baseball bat. Mm, well, Babe Ruth was overweight and overrated, mm. as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Morgan Freeman. Invictus played uh, Nelson Mandela in the yeah. 2005 World Cup Rugby and the dismantlement of apartheid. Um, yep. We would have accepted also a million dollar baby. That's true. Oh, Groucho Marx, mate. He was hilarious. A Day at the Races was just another hilarious instalment from the chaotic Groucho, Chico and Harpo. They find a way to assist their friend's horse to win the steeplechase. Diane and the Talking Horses gang, they would love it. Yeah, what about Russell Crowe, Cinderella man? Uh, prone to uh, chucking his phones around the place, <laughs> he wasn't he? Didn't he, Craig? 
Yeah, we might have allowed Spartacus. Uh, I think you mean Gladiator. No, yeah, okay. Check that okay, the true story of uh, James Braddock, uh, mm. supposedly washed up old boxer who came back and became a champion and the inspiration of the 1930s. Oh, that's right. He was heavyweight champion, world heavyweight champion from 1935 to 1937. What about Denzel Washington? Not Philadelphia or the Equalizer. No, it was Remember the Titans. Yeah, it was a great actor. Yeah, it was a no, great story too. True story about a newly appointed African-American gridiron coach and his high school team that, uh, in their first season, racially integrated unit. That's right. Raquel Welch, no, it wasn't a, a hundred million years BC, although she was in that. It's a film called Kansas City Bomber, which is a roller derby movie, well worth watching. Mm, because of the exciting uh, action, the plot, uh, the passion of the skaters? Uh, no, because Ratcha, Raquel Welch is in it. One of my favourite ever actresses. <laughs> Ralph Marchio Jr., uh, Karate Kid, wax on, wax off. Yep. Some describe Marchio as a one-hit wonder, mm. but... They made Karate Kid 2, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. So he's been in two hits. Yeah. Uh, Warren Beatty, of course. He, it wasn't Shampoo or Bonnie and Clyde, though. He was in both of them. The little movie called Heaven Can Wait. I uh, loved it. Yeah, great little film. A quarterback accidentally taken away from his body by an over-anxious angel oh. before he was due to die. Finds a way to return to life, winning the Super Bowl and a new love. Mm, Charlie Sheen. Not Platoon. I think it was Eight Man Out, about yeah. the bribery scandal of the 1919 World Cup. Yep, that's okay. it. Uh, with Johnny Cusack. Yep. Uh, we also would have allowed, what's the other one? Uh, Major? Yeah. Major League. Major League yeah, would yeah. have done it. Adam Sandler. Yeah, Happy Gilmore's Creek could have also had the water boy. And uh, I believe, Ryan, I think the listeners need to um, listen to your opinion on this one. Uh, you think that Adam Sandler should be ranked alongside Sir Lawrence Olivia and Richard Burton as one of the greatest actors of all time. He's yeah. the most overrated, useless, pathetic, despicable, uh, outrageously <laughs> less talented actor I've ever seen in my life. Uh, so you don't rate him? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> what about Vin Diesel, Fast and Furious? Now, there's an actor for you. Well, look at that. Those movies are lots of them. They may have encouraged illegal street racing amongst hoons. Oh, yes, it did. No. Uh, Emilio Estevez, he says the mighty, he said the mighty black ducks. Should we yeah. give him an extra mark for that? And yeah, talk about Swan District? Take one off, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Charlie Sheen's brother. He's about a self-centred lawyer, sentenced to community service, coaching a ragtag youth team in ice hockey. And then we had Wesley Snipes. Oh, what was he on? Oh, what look at what he saying? Casablanca, gone, with the, gone with the wind. I think Craven was a bit lost by this stage. I, I couldn't quite imagine Wesley Snipes, you know, with Vivian Lee or uh, Ingrid Bergman. But um, now, what we were looking for, of course, was White Men Can't Jump. This was about basketball hustlers joining forces for some streetball income. Mm, Bill Murray, Caddyshack, uh, golf movie with Patrick Dangerfield, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I think it might have been Rodney Dangerfield. Ah, yes. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Another enthralling edition of our yeah, favourite sports quiz, Stars in 45. Mm, you're listening to the Gubs are off with Rye Driver and Dirty Gordito. Hey, Rhino, how are you? Yeah, good boys. How are we? Yeah, great. So, uh, listen, we've had uh, Ricardo from Richmond, oh. Rissa from Richmond, yeah. and now we have Rhino from Richmond. Rhino. Well, okay. do you guys know each other at all? No, re no relation. Oh, good man, good man. So what's your uh, favourite movie there, Rhino? Oh, I've got a couple for you, boys. Firstly, uh, long-time listener, first-time caller, oh, okay. so just bear yeah. with me. Don't be nervous. Um, yeah, I've got a, got a couple for you. Um, I, one, one that I've always loved, Coach Carter. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, about Noel right. Carter from South Romandle. Excellent no, choice. No, it's not about Noel Carter <laughs> at all, actually. Don't be oh, ridiculous. Damn. Nothing to do with Noel Carter. Oh, that's a no, shame. it's Gavin Carter. No. Sorry, Rhino. Uh, 
No, he's the basketball coach. Uh, who played it? Samuel L. Jackson is the lead part in that, isn't it? And he takes a group of misfits and gets them right up there and uh, they become winners. Is that the one? That's the one, mate. I think it just shows the importance, you know, sport players on youth growing up. Um, oh, really, really mm, Deep, too. deep point yeah. there, Rhino. Oh, I really like mm. that one, yeah. And what was your second one, Rhino? Uh, another interesting classic for you, boys. Cool running. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, the old bobsled and the Jamaicans. <laughs> they came from nowhere, and it had one of my favourite actors in it, and possibly yours, mm -hmm. the great late John Candy, the one of the, the one of the biggest, best comedians ever. Were they wearing their Rastafarian sort of uh, beanies down there? Well, no. they were into a lot of Singing different stuff. Bob Marley, no? Yeah, the, uh, Peter Tosh, Bob Marley, <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's yep. the one, boys. One yep. of the best, one of the best. Oh, listen. Hey, listen, Rhino, if you see Ricardo and Rissa, uh, give them our regards, please. And great oh, to have you. Get in the call us. Fantastic. Good on you, Rhino. Great Thanks, to hear Rhino. from you. Thanks, guys. Keep it up. Keep the show up. We great will work. indeed. Yeah, in, always inspired by our lovely listeners. And I'll tell you what, Ride Driver. We will, I. I'm going to mention three excellent boxing movies together here. Yeah. When We Were Kings... Ali and the Greatest. Oh, they're about your mate, uh, Muhammad Ali, aren't they? All three of them. You can't have three. Yeah, well, uh. no, we're just going to group them together. When We Were Kings, that was a documentary 22 years in the making. The story of the famous Rumble in the Jungle heavyweight oh, championship yes. between Muhammad Ali and the genius of the grill, George Foreman, oh. held in Zaire, Africa in 1974. Hot, hot, it was hot. And then, oh, yeah. And then Ali, of course, with Will Smith in the title role, Ali yeah. told the story of the great man from the 90, his 1964 defeat of Sonny Liston to his 1974 victory over George Foreman. Yeah. The movie included Ali's conversion to Islam, criticism of the Vietnam War, banishment from boxing, return to fight Joe Frazier, as well as the US political and social upheaval following assassinations of Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. And the greatest told Ali's story with Muhammad Ali playing himself. Ain't this just a perfect specimen of a man right here? I want to be your motivator. I want to be in your corner. What'd you say your name is? Mundini. Federal Bureau of Investigation. Mr. Clay, you're under arrest. Oh, so they're going to take from me what no fight in the world can. So what? So what? I ain't got to be what nobody else want me to be, and I ain't afraid to be what I want to be. You know what? Next on my list mm -hmm. is the world's fastest Indian. Have you seen this? Oh, one? that must be a movie about Jasper Bumrah. Yeah, he's very fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. The front run action? No, it's a 2005 New Zealand biographical oh. sports drama about uh, the New Zealand speed bike racer Bertie Munro and his highly modified 1920 Indian Scout motorcycle. It's about a motorcycle. Bertie Munro, what a character, what a great film. Mm -hmm. uh, he sets numerous land speed records for his motorcycle. He goes to Bonneville, Salt Flats, Utah in the late uh, 50s and 60s uh, and the film stars Anthony Hopkins. Oh. This film... Dirty Gordito is a must. It's a real gem. It's a, just a little sleeper. Was he as good as in Silence of the Lambs? Yes. Not only is it a wonderful biker flick, but it's also a study of human determination. It's about age, you know, against all odds. Often described as uplifting, this movie's indeed the tonic for anyone who needs encouragement when they face the difficulties in life and uh, need motivation. Now, what exactly do you intend to do here in the United States? Set a land speed record. What is this? It's a cork from a brandy bottle. He's got no parachute, he's got no brakes. Aren't you scared you'll kill yourself if you crash? No. 
Yeah. How fast you were going back there? Yeah, about uh, 150, 160 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. It's just a beautiful little film, and um, I'm yeah. surprised you haven't seen it, being a sports uh, fanatic like yourself. Uh, not bad. I've, I've missed a few, but yeah. hey, I'm going to touch on the movie oh. entitled Alive. Oh. This is the true story of the 1972 Uruguayan rugby team stranded in the snow-swept Andes after a horrible plane crash. Now, I need to apply a community service warning before we continue to discuss this movie. Oops. All vegetarian listeners... Please turn the sound down for the next 30 seconds. The survivors of the plane crash were forced to use desperate measures to stay alive. What are we talking about here, Dirty? Cannibalism? Yes, it's true. The starving passengers decided to eat the flesh of their dead family and Mm, friends. Well, we trust our listeners have enjoyed their dinner time this evening listening to The Gloves Are Off with Rye Driver and Dirty Gordito on 91.3 Sport FM. We're discussing sporting movies. Hey, what about Bennett Light Beckham? A girl from an orthodox Sikh family rebels against her parents' traditionalism and joins a soccer team. Wasn't Kira Knightley beautiful in that film? Excellent. Love it. Yeah. What about the film uh, Any Given Sunday? Mm. Uh, a, full, uh, a film about the ageing football coach played by the magnificent Al Pacino. Oh, yeah. Dr. <laughs> Afternoon, Starface, yeah, Godfather. Yep, that's him. Finds himself struggling with his personal and professional life while trying to hold his team together. A star quarterback has been knocked out of the game and a young quarterback replaces him with an ego. A wow. behind-the-scenes look at the life-and-death struggles of modern-day gladiators and those who lead them. Oh, it's about raw ambition, medical ethics, greed, and competing loyalties. Young players with huge egos. Older players not willing to give up, even though their bodies have hit the pavement and they're wrecked and ruined. New owners who think they know everything. A coach who loves it so much that he can't give it up. The love affair with the game is a gritty one, but well worth watching for a couple of hours on any given Sunday. Who will go that inch with you? Oh, yeah. You're going to see a guy who will sacrifice himself for this team because he knows when it comes down to it, you're going to do the same for him. That's a team, gentlemen. And either we heal now as a team we will die as individuals. As football guys. Yeah, that's the great El Pacino. Hey, got another one here, mate. Yeah. Million Dollar Baby was a superb movie. One of the best tearjerkers since Love Story and The Notebook. Oh, Clint Eastwood, Hilary Swank. Oh. True. Brilliant, outstanding. An underdog amateur boxer is helped by an underappreciated boxing trainer to achieve her dream of becoming a professional. Keep your box of tissues handy. Yeah, you might need them for the next one. Strictly ballroom. <laughs> a delightful mixture of elegance, camp, wit, underdogs, rebels at heart. And to tell the truth, and I know you yeah, don't like it, on. but I don't care, this movie is what movies are supposed to be about. Entertainment, mate. Yeah, you know, fancy yourself as a bit of a ballroom dancer in yeah. your day, didn't you? Oh, not bad. Hey, I've and seen you. I enjoyed the dancing, yeah. and young Paul Mercurio gave a fine performance, but I'll tell you what, I would have preferred his scaly old dad, Gus Mercurio, in the lead role. <laughs> hey, then I would have loved it. <laughs> oh, you're bad, I tell you. Yeah, Scotty Cummings. Um, oh, no, sorry, Scotty <laughs> Hastings. <Scott> <laughs> Can you see him ballroom dancing? No. He's uh, a champion ballroom dancer. Much to the disappointment of the Australian ballroom dance community. Scott believes in dancing his own steps. He's an individual. Fran, 
on the other hand, is a beginning dancer. A bit of an ugly duckling. These two misfits together try to win the Australian Pan Pacific Championships and show the ballroom confederation that they were wrong when they said there are no new steps. In a magical moment of triumph, this film was directed by Baz Luhrmann. Strictly Ballroom had its world premiere at the Cannes Film Festival in 1992, where, and listen to this, you received a 15-minute standing ovation. Come on! Yeah, well, uh, the audience obviously needed to get the blood pumping again oh, stop and, it. and break out of their mind-numbing 90-minute slumber somehow. Oh. Eh? Look, I'm not a fan of Strictly Boring, but I do rate John Paul Young with his sensational signature tune. <laughs> I'm just getting down off the uh, <laughs> off the desk here. Yeah, get off it. I know you love that song. Oh, I'm dancing along. Oh. I, I, I rate the music. What they call him? Squeak. What is him? Yeah. yeah, he's on countdown. What about mm-hmm. the year 2018 in a futuristic society where big business has replaced countries and the population is controlled by corporations who have demolished individualism? And of course, there's one player who has taken matters into his own hands and is hell bent on attaining and gaining his free will. Yes. A violent, futuristic game known as Rollerball is the recreational sport of the world with teams representing various areas. One player, Jonathan E, fights for his personal freedom and threatens the corporate control. Oh, yeah. Is Rollerball that is, uh, with James Kahn in the lead role? Certainly is. Yes, well, he did well to survive being shot 400 times in The Godfather to make it into Rollerball. <laughs> yeah. I'll give him that. Yeah, he did. And then they made the re- they remade the Rollerball movie in 2002 with old LL Cool J. Oh, but it was a box office bomb, a flop, a disaster, an absolute horror of a movie. You're listening to The Gloves Are Off with Dirty Gordito and Ride Driver on 91.3 Sport FM. And we're talking sporting movies. All right. You know, Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Well, she directed and produced yeah, uh, a little film, a little gem of a film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a girl called Bruce, a 17-year-old, whose mother wants to become going to uh, beauty pageants. Mm-hmm. But she's found her true passion in women's roller derby. Oh, like the uh, demolition derby. Yes, the skaters evoke uh, such violence, but I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, bloodied noses, body slams, crashes into the railings, fists, elbows thrown into the face, bruises as big as dinner plates. Lots of falling, tripping, caressing, careering all over the place. Uh, most of the violent moments, however, are played as a rough comedy. Characters, now get a load of this, mate. Yeah, names, I love the names, okay? Yeah. Characters include <laughs> Bliss Cavender, uh, Smashley Simpson, nice. Maggie Mayhem, mm-hmm. Iron Man, oh. Pash Dash. Pat Cash? <laughs> oh, come in, please, Pat. He's here, over here. He's got his headband. <laughs> 
<laughs> Bloody Holly. What, what about Ralph Valadaris? Oh, I love From him. the world-famous Los Angeles Thunderbirds. He oh, married rollable. fellow roller derby skater Gloria Honey Sanchez twice, on oh. both occasions on March 17. Oh, they had some funny names, but didn't they? I've got a few more names here from mm-hmm. the women that used to be in Rollerball. What about Deadly Debbie Van Dorn? Oh, yeah. Vicky Sly Fox McEwen. Mm. Windy Winnie Halbert. Mm. And my favourite, Nasty Nancy Wilkinson. Oh, nasty. Yeah. Hey, not forgetting Billy Hot Wheels Marshall. Oh. Bulldog Scott Castro, uh, Art Bam Bam May, Mike the California Kid Flanagan, and what was the film called? Love a bit of Devo, and about time we featured those flower pot wearing crazies. Now, what about the 1986 movie Second Serve and the and the 2011 movie Renee? Were they both about Renee Richards, the tennis player? That's right. Yes, radical right. The tennis pro Renee Richards, whose player status was challenged in 1976 when it was revealed that she was a transsexual. In the 1960s and 70s in New York, Dr. Richard Raskin was a respected surgeon, nationally ranked professional tennis player with a great lifestyle married to a model and father of a young boy and a secret life dressing up in women's clothes. In 1975 he opted for permanent life altering transsexual surgery and became Renee Richards with a new lifestyle in California. Oh, ahead of her time in many respects. Absolutely correct. Right. It would have been tough back then. Yeah. Denied entry to the women's tennis circuit Richards challenged the authorities and in 1977 the New York Supreme Court found in her favour no, legally right. permitting her to enter Grand Slam tennis competitions. Richards went on to coach Martina Navratilova. Not bad. Yeah, great. Despite the intense public scrutiny, she stuck by her principles and Renee refused to simply walk away. Have you got any movies on your list that Harry from Scarborough would enjoy? Mm, yeah. I've got The Club. Oh, yeah? You know, the mm. satirical film based on the play, the same name by the Australian playwright, our greatest playwright ever, the dramatist David Williamson. Heard of him? Yes, I have. I'm glad you have. It follows the fortunes of an Australian rules footy club over the course of a season and explores the clashes of individuals within the club. It was inspired in the backroom dealings and antics of the VFL's Collingwood's Football Club. Love the VFL footage. Love up there, Kazali, and the acting of Graham Kennedy. Yeah. But I find the storyline and the action scenes of the club just too ridiculous. What? I mean, you've got Lofty Lewis's legs too oh, long mate. for his bed, and every scene's got an argument or a shouting match, a fight or a threat. Oh, come on, mate. Jack Thompson was great for the club. Uh, he, he, was, he was indeed. I'll give you that. But unfortunately, Jack Super Thompson's coach. handballing technique and the Collingwood players' kicking skills, they wouldn't make the local pub team, mate. Oh, true. Then you've got the Hawthorne coach threatening his team, including Lee Matthews, Don Scott and Peter Knights, saying that they might have to play the rest of the game in a dress. Ludicrous. Ooh, I wouldn't like to tell Lee Matthews oh, to mate. play in a dress or hey. Donnie Scott, would you, hey? Way too unbelievable for me. Hey, but oh. what about the other footy match in Williamson's screenplay, Gallipoli? 
Oh, yeah, Western Australia versus Victoria, and he knocks him out. Oh, and the running race at the beginning of Gallipoli. Gallipoli is great. Yeah, I know. Love it. What about the racially divisive film, The Australian Rules, called Australian Rules, about mm-hmm. the racist relationships and growing up in a rural South Australian uh, small town? Oh, yeah. And uh, The Great McCarthy from 1975, where we had John Jarrett, who played Ned Kelly, Lou Richards, well, the great commentator, not as good as Bob Miller. No, we need Bob Miller. Barry Humphreys, who played Dame Edna. But you know what? My favourite Australian production is not Farlap, which oh, is excellent. Yes, true. Not The Man from Snowy River, which is good. Oh, I love The Man from Snowy River. But the 1984 TV movie Bodyline. Oh, I know, you're just slipping in. With Hugo Weaving, Gary Sweet and Frank Thring. (laughs) The story of Douglas Jardine, (laughs) Harold Larwood and Don Bradman is enthralling. I can't even say Frank Thring. (laughs) He was a marvellous actor, but he played Pontius Pilate in Ben-Hur. You know, Cecil B. DeMille's film. Mm, And King Harold in The King of Kings. Oh, mate, talking great bald head. Frank Thring, mate. He's a legend. Hollywood star. He's even on Blankety Blanks with Graham Kennedy a couple the times yeah, but we digress yep. talking of marvelous actors hey what about will ferrell yes he's not one of them Look, his best movie was probably eurovision but as oh, far God. as sporting movies he was in talladega nights the ballad of ricky bobby yeah. number one nascar driver ricky bobby stays atop the heap thanks to the pact with his teammate but when a french formula one driver makes his way up the ladder ricky bobby's talent and devotion are put to the test as are will ferrell's acting skills well the highlight of this movie is mm-hmm. sasha baron khan that's him as the french driver yeah oh, oh. borat mate yeah. hey, tremendous yeah was he chasing someone around the racetrack with no clothes on <laughs> Well, and big uh, singing the national anthem? No. no oh, yeah. At the Rodeo. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Will Ferrell, of course, was also in Blades of Glory, where two rival figure skaters are stripped of their medals and permanently banned from men's single competition following a brawl. However, they find a loophole that will allow them to qualify as a pairs team. Oh, yeah. It's crazy, fairly inappropriate humour. Crazy, inappropriate waste of time. Oh, yeah. Harsh. Driver. And finally, semi-pro. What? The owner, coach, player of the American Basketball Basketball Association's Flint, Michigan Tropics rallies his team to make their NBA dreams come true. You know what I dream of one day when Will Ferrell will no longer make movies, mate. I put him on the same page as that other clown, Sandler. What's uh, him? Adam. Yeah, what? Not Adam, Adam double view. No, huh? not him. He's a good bloke. Is he? Okay. Hopeless. <laughs> no, I think, no, I look, a bit harsh. Look, hey, here's a text. Here's a text from Wayne from East Perth. This will cheer you up. Oh, I like Wayne that. from East Perth, suggesting some surfing movies. Firstly, oh, okay. the 1966 film, The Endless Summer. Oh, they travel from California to Australia, New Zealand, Africa, Tahiti, Hawaii, to find new surfing spots, giving birth to the notion of surf and travel culture. The film cost mm-hmm. apparently fifty thousand dollars to make mm, and made a profit much. of twenty million. Oh, hey, just they just got over the line there. Yeah. Well, hey, amazing. Well, secondly, the morning of the earth. Oh, this film has beautiful imagery and timeless message of unconditional love for the planet that has inspired millions around the world and is arguably more relevant today than ever before. The story traces a group of young surfers pioneering virgin waves in Australia, Bali, Hawaii, shaping their own surfboards, building their own homes, living off the land in harmony with nature too good to be true oh awesome and finally the 1991 movie point break mm, wayne was going pretty well until that came along <laughs> what do you think of wayne <laughs> sorry Sorry, keanu reeves yep. and patrick swayze hey don't put baby in the corner yep. point break is about an fbi agent who goes undercover to catch a gang of surfers who are suspected of robbing banks oh god <laughs> Ridiculous. Surfing movie. Sorry, Wayne. I thought you liked all the surfing movies. Oh, well, not point blank. Now, here's another one. And look, you've probably picked up 
lovely listeners that Rye can be very harsh on the movie front. Now, I like The Blind Side from 2009, Sandra Bullock. Oh, what do you reckon? No, no it's not one of my favourites. An American Soft. footballer Cheesy. from an impoverished upbringing, Cheesy. adopted by the well-off family. It's a true story, mate, assisting him to progress into a successful NFL career with a big Super Bowl. Sandra Bullock, I don't know, she won something, some sort of oh, Academy stop Award it, there. Stop it, stop it. There's another one made in 1984 called The Natural, starring Robert Redford. Now, Ooh, that's a beauty. One critic rated that. It's the number one sporting film of all time, followed by mm-hmm. number one, number two mm-hmm. being Rocky, and number yeah. three being Hoosiers. How so can you put that ahead of Rocky? It was a good movie, right? wasn't it? What, yeah, the, uh, the, the young I think it was number three. Talent. It, it wasn't he shot or something when he was about nineteen. Yeah, he was, and he comes back with yeah. the Wonder Boy, and he has oh. this bat and smacks him all over the place and hits the wire. As only Robert yeah. Redford can do. We've mentioned Coach Carter, and the boys mentioned that. What about that boring one, Borg and McEnroe? Ah, oh, look, this had potential because the, the rivalry was fantastic. <laughs> Mate, <laughs> well, you reckon Will Ferrell and Adam Sandler should have played the parts? Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> no. they're both hopeless. Great story, of course, about Borg and McEnroe. Yeah, great Unfortunately, story. Unfortunately, the, the, the movie, the Ruined. film, just didn't quite do it justice. And we're talking about uh, the, the Wimbledon finals, and of course, mm. Borg won five in a row, and he beat McEnroe. And yeah. in 1981, McEnroe beat him. And that was the end of Bjorn Borg. He's yeah, gone yeah. back to Sweden, back in the the, the Volvo. Yeah, down yeah. down to IKEA, build himself a home. <laughs> Hey. Got any more movies there, Big uh, Look, I've got... To, now, I get a bit confused yeah. here. It's Go The on. Longest Shard, 1974, and The Mean Machine. Now, I remember seeing The Mean Machine, so yeah. it's the same sort of story. Yeah, Longest it? Yard, I think, might have been the original. Yeah, no, I don't know. Bert I'm going to take Reynolds. you up on that. Was Bert Reynolds in both? Ye- mm, no, Did I thought Vinnie Jones might have been in both, and been one of them. Okay. Uh, Eddie Elbert. And he's oh, from... Mate. Where's he, he to, from? He had to get away from Eva Gabor from Green Acres. And, and Arnold the Pig. Oh, Arnold, <laughs> one of the great actors of all time. He was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Ride Like a Girl, which was a fantastic film oh, about Michelle Payne, right. which we'll I really like. Oh, yeah. Top Gun. Well, the old semi-nude volleyball match with Tommy Cruz. Mm-hmm. Um, curious. Yeah, yep. it's about as sporty as that one got. Oh, mate, I tell you, you know. <laughs> Who suggested that? Harvey from Redcliffe, maybe? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, Grant from East Perth. Oh, yeah. we've got one. The Hustler, 1961. Oh, all of the Paul Newman. Fast Eddie Felsen, Paul Newman. Yeah. Jackie Gleason was in that one. He was. Now, Mel Brown wanted Jackie Gleason to play him yeah. in the story of his life. Oh, he did, didn't he? Poor. Oh. Yeah. Here's one for you. Oh, no, which, hang on. The hustle kicked on, and of course, they, they made up, uh, what about 15, 25 years later, The Colour of Money with Tom Cruise. And that's what I was about to say, him. yeah. And he wins an Academy Award because they felt guilty. Ah, that's a good He should have won uh, an Academy Award for Absence of Malice. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance oh, Kid. Paul the Sting. Newman, the Sting. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. I said, oh, sorry. And missed We've, out every time. Yep. And he we'll played see. a reasonable part in Colour of Money, and they said, yeah, Paul, we, we owe you this one. Yeah. That was right. And then Slapshot, yeah, not, not, not a big one for me. Oh. Yeah. Searching for Bobby Fischer. Something well, different. Chess, was it? Boris Spassky. Did they get Bobby Fischer and Bob Boris Spassky to play themselves? <laughs> no, <laughs> they it would have been on. <laughs> we would never have finished the movie. Oh, here's one that's going to crack yeah. you up, and Go you can on. tell me about The Swimmer, 1968. Yeah. What was that about? I watched Come on. it and watched it, and I love Bert Lancaster. I love him. He was in the island of Dr. Moreau, which was weird and scary. And what is he, one in called Ashton Deborah Circus or something? Yeah, he was good in that, the, the type, circus. Yeah. And then uh, with Deborah Carr on the beach there with... Uh, oh, the from, passion the history From the here to eternity with the waves. Yeah. Uh, Frank Sinatra somewhere in the background singing mm. a song. Yeah. <laughs> but no, the uh, swimmer from wife. 1968. Yeah, a middle-aged man makes the journey home by swimming through a series of swimming pools. Why? Encountering neighbours who remind him that his past is not as he remembers it. Bert 
wasn't your best. <sighs> Sporty. No, and talking about what, is, what wasn't his best, well, uh, look, wasn't Michael Jordan's best moment in Space Jam? It's a cartoon, with, man. Uh, it's a cartoon. I'm not watching Pork cartoons. Pig, was he in there slam dunking? Or, mm, um, I'm not watching cartoons. Well, was it Rabbit Season or Duck Season? Oh, Danny DeVito. <laughs> You know, <laughs> Looney Tunes characters, you know. <laughs> Michael Jordan let himself down, man. Oh, like he let the took, team down, took mate. Took the paid packet, eh? Yeah, he yeah, did. Like, like one of the ablets. He, he was, he let himself down. 39 games. Yep. Oh, there's a oh, Dodgeball, you never liked... I like Dodgeball, about the underdogs, yeah, you know. They tried to get their gym back, man, oh, because yeah, some ben multinational stuck-up yeah. Benny Stiller and Vinci Bourne. He gets a bit silly at times. And, yeah, and uh, another Australian one, the old Coolangatta Gold. Come on, who starred in that one? Grant Kenny. Eating his Nutri-Grain. <laughs> yeah, that's right. By the beach. Yeah, that was back Colin when... Colin uh, Yeah, and yeah, triathlons were sort of becoming cool and they cashed in on that. But yeah, yeah worth a look. Oh, mate, there is so many. There's so many there great are. sporting films over the years. There was a couple on the 1972 tragic occasion at Munich there, one day in September, oh, and also yeah. 21 hours at Munich. And another... Do we, do we uh, count documentaries like Salute? Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. You know, that was and made about, by... Uh, Senna? Yeah. Oh, we haven't Ed talked about Senna at all, have we? That was a very sad Passed away. Hey, hey, look out, mate. Oh, hey, golly. Minnow's on the warpath again, yeah. strutting around the studio with his Bjorn Borg autograph tennis racket. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, mate, mate. Uh, time to start wrapping it up for another week. Oh, it is. Yeah. Come on, now, who wins the Super Slater Artful voucher this week, Radical Ryan? Rhino from Richmond. Wow, <laughs> that's a very yep. good choice. It Rhino was, from uh, Richmond, mate, wins that. What about the... Yeah. Pancho's voucher. Uh, the Pancho's get... restaurant voucher goes to Rhino from Richmond. He's oh. our only talkback caller. Yeah. So well, it's one out of one. We, mm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to call in to get those prizes. I know. He wins it. Mm-hmm. So listen, it's been fun. Uh, we encourage all listeners to check out our website on www.thegloveseareoff.com.au and our Facebook page for more episodes, videos, photographs, silly stories, the whole lot. That's right. The Gloves Are Off continues to climb in popularity. I believe we've hit the top ten this week in Dublin. Jerusalem, Rio de Janeiro and Hong Kong. We challenge all listeners to join the Gloves Are Off again next Wednesday. Same bat time, same bat channel here on Sport FM 91.3. I know you love this I, movie. I need it. Yeah. I'm going to play with this, mm-hmm. okay. Yep. From Rocky. Ah, oh, beautiful. Well, from Dirty Gordito, it's ciao for now. And bye from Ryan. Good.